your it's your boy smooth on the ones and twos again back at you with another episode um today we'll be coming from second thessalonians chapter 2 verses 16 and 17 again it's second thessalonians chapter 2 verses 16 and 17 and those two verses read actually if you got to say man if you don't say hold on pretend like i can hear you and those two verses read now our lord jesus christ himself and god even our father which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work now to me, that verse is kind of self-explanatory, but we're still going to go to the New Living Translation to help everybody else out. And that reads, now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, our father who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal comfort and a wonderful hope. Comfort you and strengthen you in every good thing you do and say now. In this in in, in in these verses, in these verses, um, it it talks about standing firm and in that firm standing, the I, I can't remember who wrote Thessalonians. We can actually look that up. Actually, we, we can really look that up. Give me a second. Uh, who wrote second Thessalonians in the Bible. There we go. Okay. The Apostle Paul wrote Second Thessalonians, right? And here Paul is saying May hour. Because um, we're going to break that down. We're really going to get into that. A lot of people say, can I do this and can I do that? Um, and we've now entered the era of can you? You, you have the ability to get anything. Can you get it? Yes, you can. May you get it is a completely different thing. Um, we're going to look that definition up because I feel like being a bookworm today. The definition of the word may reads expressing possibility or expressing permission or expressing a wish or hope. So the verse is saying now. Expressing permission, expressing wish or hope. Our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, our father who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal comfort and a wonderful hope. Breaking that down is saying that God has loved us and by his grace, he gave us eternal comfort and a wonderful hope. God still loves us and he still gives us grace and eternal comfort and a wonderful hope. So so when reading this, you have to understand that, that God is always there, but it takes you accepting his presence to know that he is there. God will always be there for you. God is always going is never going to leave you forsaken. He's never going to leave you out there by yourself, but it takes you accepting him in order to experience it. So it says now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, our father and who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal comfort and a wonderful hope by his grace. God didn't have to do that. He didn't have to give us anything. He also didn't have to love us. He made the decision to love us, but he didn't have to do anything. 
He loved us. He loves us and gave us eternal comfort in a wonderful hope. And after that, it's saying that now verse 16 is saying now may our Lord and, and our God who already does this stuff do it for you. Again, you might be going through something. You might be you might be experiencing something that you never thought you would experience. You might be dealing with something that you never thought could possibly be dealt with and and you're doing it. That's that's through the comfort and, and the strength of, of Jesus Christ and, and our Lord and Savior. Verse 17 literally finish out finishes out verse 16 and saying, now may 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 our Lord and our God that has already done this give you the same comfort and the same strength in every good thing that you do and say. Again, God is an and type of God. It didn't say everything, every good thing you do. It said everything or or every good thing you say. It said every good thing you do and say emphasis on the word good, because just because you do it and just because you think it's right doesn't mean that it is right. and doesn't mean that it is good. So every good thing and every good thing is following in line with God's will. If you've noticed every time you follow the rules with your parents or at least for me, I don't know how everybody else's household was ran. Every time I followed the rules, I got more pleasures that I wanted. I got I got things I wanted every time I did something good according to the rules that were in the household. Every time I said something good or they were according to the rules in the household. That's the same way with God. He will give you comfort and he will strengthen you in every good thing you do and say. Do and say again, we I spoke about it on an earlier episode. This is the year of doing and saying and doing. You got to listen first, then do. And now God is saying when you speak, speak good things into life, speak good things over you, speak good things over your friends, speak good things over over other people. And he will comfort you and strengthen you in doing that thing. Every good thing you say and do must be done. I just popped my water bottle in case y'all just was wondering what the noise was. I'm going to take a swig of the water. But yeah, that's really all the verse is saying. It is saying now that you have reached a point. Let God come into your life. Let God comfort you and strengthen you and you continue to do the good works and say the good things that God has positioned in your heart. You got to protect what's coming. You got to protect what's coming. And, and in doing this, you will inevitably, inevitably, there we go, inevitably protect what's coming. God has greater coming for you in this world. You don't know what it is. God might have shown you the end game, but he didn't tell you how he was going to get there. And I was listening to a sermon, right? And in and in the sermon, they actually did speaking, speak about protecting what's coming. And, and in your mind, you're probably thinking, how am I going to protect something that's coming if it ain't already here? Which is a very valid question. It's a very valid question. However, once you reach a certain age of, hey, I want to settle down, I want to get a wife, kids, whatever. You're going to do everything in your power to set your kids up for a better life before they get born. You're protecting them, even though they are not here yet. You're protecting 
what's coming, even though they're not here yet. If you're a shoe fanatic and you like displaying your shoes, you'll already have a box and the things to help you take care of that shoe and keep it in pristine condition before the shoe gets there. You won't do it after the shoe gets there. You'll do it before the shoe gets there because you want to protect what is coming to you. It's the same way with buying, you know, school supplies. You want to be able to get the school supplies before school starts so that you can protect and cherish and write down and know the knowledge that is coming towards you before school starts. Now, everybody take notes differently. That's just an example. But, you know, most people go out and buy school supplies, right? Um, same way with playing sports, you go to practice and you practice like you're going to play in the game, even though the game isn't there yet. You are practicing as if you are going to win the game, because guess what? You want to win the game. You are protecting what is coming. Even in recovery, you're protecting your body from the adrenaline and, and, and for lack of better terms, abuse that it's going through, even though it's not necessarily abuse. Um, before the game gets there again you're protecting what is coming in this verse god is saying continue to do the things that are good and continue to say the things that are good because i'm going to comfort you and strengthen you to protect you and and to help you protect what is coming again you don't know what's going you you don't know what's going to be out there God has shown you some things, but he hasn't shown you the road to get there. And I'm going to ask you this question. If God honestly showed you the road to get to where he has you placed in his life, would you take it? If he showed you every trial, every tribulation that you went through, every every heartache, every heartbreak, every every car accident, every bone that was broken, would you would you honestly want to go through that? Would you say yes if God showed up and said, OK, here's the plan that I got for your whole life. You're going to go through X, Y, Z, but you're going to get here and you're going to do everything that I got for you. Would you go through it? I'm going to be blatantly honest with you. Me personally, I probably would have said no to a couple of years. I'm not even going to lie to you. I would probably said no to a few years, actually, uh, just based on my life. I'd have said no to some years and been like, yeah, we're going to skip this year and this one and this one. We're also we're going to have to modify this. We're going to flip this year upside down. I would have I would have been in there trying to correct where they would have. But that's not the plan God has for you. God said, I'm going to show you this because this is what I got for you. Now, are you going to lock in with me? To get up there to what I got for you. If not, it's just going to be sitting there. That's your, that's just your lost potential. But if you are. You got to invite God in because God has already loved us. And by his grace gave us eternal comfort and a wonderful hope. Now you have to let him do the same thing for you. You have to let him comfort you and strengthen you to help you protect what is coming from him. But. That's really all I had to come to y'all and say today. Y'all have a nice day. Be safe. Be smooth. Peace.